Section 21 of Expository Thoughts on the Gospel of St. Mark by J. C. Ryle. Chapter 5, verses 35 to 43. The Ruler's Daughter Raised to Life. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Marianne. Mark, chapter 5, verses 35 to 43. While he yet spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. And he suffered no man to follow him, save Peter and James and John, the brother of James. And he cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, and seeth the Talmud, and them that wept and wailed greatly. And when he was come in, he saith unto them, why make ye this ado, and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. But when he had put them all out, he taketh the father and the mother of the damsel, and them that were with him, and entereth in where the damsel was lying. And he took the damsel by the hand, and said unto her, Talitha, kumi, which is, being interpreted, Damsel, I say unto thee, arise and straightway the damsel arose and walked for she was of the age of twelve years and they were astonished with a great astonishment and he charged them straightly that no man should know it and commanded that something should be given her to eat a great miracle is recorded in these verses a dead girl is restored to life mighty as the king of terrors is there is one mightier than he. The keys of death are in our Lord Jesus Christ's hands. He will one day swallow up death in victory. Isaiah chapter 25 verse 8. Let us learn from these verses that rank places no man beyond the reach of sorrow. Jarius was a ruler, yet sickness and trouble came to his house. Jarius probably had wealth and all the medical help that wealth can command, yet money could not keep death away from his child. The daughters of rulers are liable to sickness, as well as the daughters of poor men. The daughters of rulers must die. It is good for us all to remember this. We are too apt to forget it. We often think and talk as if the possession of riches was the great antidote to sorrow, and as if money could secure us against sickness and death. But it is the very extreme of blindness to think so. We have only to look around us and see a hundred proofs to the contrary. Death comes to halls and palaces as well as to cottages, to landlords as well as to tenants, to rich as well as to poor. It stands on no ceremony. It tarries no man's leisure or convenience. It will not be kept out by locks and bars. It is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27. All are going to one place, the grave. We may be sure there is far more equality in the portions appointed to men than at first sight appears. Sickness is a great leveler. It makes no distinction. Heaven is the only place where the inhabitant shall not say, I am sick. Isaiah chapter 23 verse 24. Happy are they who set their affections on things above. They, and they only, 
have a treasure which is incorruptible. Yet a little while, and they will be where they shall hear no more evil tidings. All tears shall be wiped from their faces. They shall put on mourning no more. Never again shall they hear those sorrowful words. Thy daughter, thy son, thy wife, thy husband, is dead. The former things will have passed away. Let us learn, for another thing, how almighty is the power of our Lord Jesus Christ. That message which pierced the ruler's heart, telling him that his child was dead, did not stop our Lord for a moment. At once he cheered the father's fainting spirits with these gracious words, Be not afraid, only believe. He comes to the house where many are weeping and wailing, and enters the room where the damsel is lying. He takes her by the hand and says, Damsel, I say unto thee, Arise. At once the heart begins to beat again, and the breath returns to the lifeless body. The damsel arose and walked. No wonder that we read the words. They were astonished with a great astonishment. Let us think for a moment how wonderful was the change which took place in that house, from weeping to rejoicing, from mourning to congratulation, from death to life. How great and marvellous must have been the transition! They only can tell that, who have seen death face to face, and had the light of their households quenched, and felt the iron entering into their own souls. They, and they only, can conceive what the family of Jarius must have felt, when they saw their beloved one given back once more into their bosom by the power of Christ. There must have been a happy family gathering that night. Let us see in this glorious miracle a proof of what Jesus can do for dead souls. He can raise our children from the death of trespasses and sins, and make them walk before him in newness of life. He can take our sons and daughters by the hand, and say unto them, Arise, and bid them live not to themselves, but to him that died for them and rose again. Have we a dead soul in our family? Let us call on the Lord to come and quicken him. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1. Let us send to him message after message, and entreat him to help. He that came to the succor of Jarius is still plenteous in mercy and mighty in power. Finally, let us see in this miracle a blessed pledge of what our Lord will do in the day of his second appearing. He will call his believing people from their graves. He will give them a better, more glorious, and more beautiful body than they have had in the days of their pilgrimage. He will gather together his elect from north and south and east and west, to part no more and die no more. Believing parents shall once more see believing children. Believing husbands shall once more see believing wives. Let us beware of sorrowing like those who have no hope over friends who fall asleep in Christ. The youngest and loveliest believer can never die before the right time. Let us look forward. There is a glorious resurrection morning yet to come. Them which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. First Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 14 these words shall one day receive a complete fulfillment. I will ransom them from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. O death, I will be thy plagues. O grave, I will be thy destruction. 
Hosea chapter 13, verse 14. He that raised the daughter of Jairus still lives. When he gathers his flock around him at the last day, not one lamb shall be found missing. End of section 21